You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Tuesday. July the 6th of 2021. Thanks for tuning in today and every day you tune in. I am a St. Louis Cardinals mega fan, Lucas Smith, your host of the show. And be sure to listen to yesterday's show dropped last night after the 5-3 Cardinal win as I break down the Giants win, or the win over the Giants rather, as well as the weekend series against the Colorado Rockets as the Cardinals fell three out of four times there. And we are brought to you in part today by Locked on MLB Prospects. Locked on MLB Prospects is hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Arm Layton, and it's the only daily podcast around that's devoted to entirely the stars of tomorrow. Be sure to follow Locked on MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow this podcast, Locked on Cardinals, on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. And, of course, you can email the show anytime by going to LockedOnCards at gmail.com. On the show today, kind of talking about how the Cardinals can sweep or at least win the series against the San Francisco Giants. I mentioned on yesterday's show that the uh, Cardinals... My prediction was after last night's win, they can use momentum momentum to get two out of three. Um, and the game that I'm more confident in is the one that is happening tonight as Adam Wainwright toes the hill, toes the mound against the uh, Giants right-hander of Johnny Cueto. Um, so I'll go ahead and kind of date, go in-depth into both pitching matchups for the next couple of days. Um, you know, it's kind of really two different matchups when you're when you're looking at it um, as, he, as you got Two veterans going tonight, and then a young fireballer in Johan Oviedo versus, um, you know, a veteran left-hander in um, Alex Wood uh, tomorrow night. So a couple of uh, different storylines and different things to to look at. I did want to kind of mention one thing that I, you know, didn't, or one thing I forgot, I guess, um, to mention yesterday. I wanted to talk a little bit about about Schultz' decision-making over the weekend, so we'll go ahead and get into that first, um, and then I'll get into the the San Francisco Giants series. Schultz has has always had, or seemed to have trouble anyways, making these decisions in-game, and again, that, that could be just that just who, who it is, what it is, and, you know, at the end of the day, Schultz, not eight times out of ten does not win or lose a game on his decision making. Uh, it is the players that do that. That the players are the ones playing the game. They're the ones that have to execute. Could show put them in better positions to win. Absolutely. Um, and one of those situations that that I wanted to highlight. I, I have two that I wanted to highlight, and I'm sure that you all could pick out many, many more. Um, but it was, it was Saturday. Um, Hennessy Cabrera before he gave up the home run to, to Trevor Story. Uh, like I said, didn't really talk about it yesterday, but no, I want to talk about it today. He had already faced his three batters. He clearly, clearly didn't have it. He had John Gant up, and he ended up going to John Gant later in the game. Righty v. righty versus instead of lefty v. right-hander. And again, Cabrera, when he doesn't have it, he really, really doesn't have it. And again, hindsight's twenty twenty. Hindsight is absolutely twenty twenty. You know, maybe I don't know. 
I would have much rather Cabrera not face Trevor Story, especially given the result. Um, and you also look at it beforehand, um, the, the double switch could have been turned before that at-bat even happened. But the double switch took out Edmundo Sosa, brought in Matt Carpenter, and the double play, it wouldn't have been a guaranteed turn, but you know, say what you will about Sosa, he's got quicker hands than Matt Carpenter does. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> um, there's no questions about it. So when you're looking at the you know kind of that that game there, um, you would have guessed, or I would have guessed, anyways, um, that Sosa probably turns that double play, or at least has a better chance to turn that double play. So again, is what it is, and the players have to execute. Carpenter has to be quicker. Cabrera has to throw better pitches, but he didn't. Yeah, he gave up the home run on the first pitch to Trevor Story, and it was an absolute bomb. Brendan Rodgers had had a good series up to that point, so maybe you're thinking you don't want to face Rodgers. But again, to, to me, that, that, that felt like a no-brainer. It felt like one of those things that Schilt wasn't putting Cabrera in the best position to succeed. And, you know, high touch 2020, but I would have liked to see uh, Story get walked there and then go after Rodgers. Um, and, you know, he ended up getting Rodgers out on the very next pitch. Uh, so maybe he should have watched um, Story there and gone to the next batter, and then who knows, maybe the Cardinals still score two runs. They get a split out of Colorado, and they're looking a lot better right now. But they didn't, and they don't, and it, it is what it is. And then on last night, Cardinals were up 5-1. to one. Alex Reyes gave up the walk-off hit on Sunday, did not pitch well on Sunday, didn't look good yesterday either. Um, I, I would not have thrown him yesterday, to be quite frank. I said that I was talking with different people on, on social media, with people that I was watching it with. I didn't understand it. Connors were up 5-1. to one. It wasn't a safe situation. Alex Reyes did not get the save anyways. It didn't make any sense for me to, to in my estimation, waste that bullet for Alex Reyes. Because now you're looking at Alex Reyes, and he's probably unavailable today. In the top outing, he threw 20 pitches yesterday. And then on the walk-off loss on, on Sunday... Um, after he gave up the the walk off hit to to Colorado, uh, he he threw where is it here? Hold on, just a moment. Thirteen pitches. So you know, not terrible, but you'd have to imagine that he's probably unavailable for today's game. And I would have rather him been available today in a save situation when you could possibly clinch the series versus yesterday. And you know that that's tomatoes tomatoes because you could also make the argument that well you know even if He's available. Maybe you want him available today. You can stretch him for one inning today, and then you have the series one. You don't need him on Wednesday. You get him two off days in a row. I don't know. I would have just rather see Schilt not use, um, not use Reyes in that situation. But uh, nevertheless, you know, Reyes at least got at least got the job done yesterday. So I uh, just wanted to hit on that. And again. The offense needs to be better. They were better yesterday. Hopefully they can ride that into today as they face Johnny Cueto. Got some numbers to break down, some predictions to make. So um, take my first break of the show right here. Um, I'll come back with uh, Cardinal Giant Talk as the Cardinals look to take a series win against the NOS leading San Francisco Giants. So coming up here in just a moment. This episode is brought to you in part by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now almost impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. 
Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts you need on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers, you have smartphones. They have access to rockauto.com. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have reliably low prices for every single customer. And they have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find out the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Again, right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Cardinals go for a series win today, which is not something that I thought that I would be able to say uh, during the series, but nevertheless, I stand here corrected. First pitch at 8.45 Central Time, so a late start to this one. Adam Wainwright takes the takes the ball against Johnny Cueto. Wainwright 6-5 with a 3-4-9 ERA. Johnny Cueto 6-4 with a 4 ERA. Um, but let's take a look at Johnny Cueto's uh, last couple starts. His only other start in June was against the Diamondbacks. Coming off a rough one. Five innings, six hits, five earned. Gave up two bombs, walked two in that start. Start before that against the very good offense of the Oakland Athletics. Threw seven shutout innings, um, striking out six. So maybe against the bad offenses, he tends to be better. And that would bode well for St. Louis since they are, you know, have not shown to be an extremely efficient or uh, very good offense, nevertheless. So um, we'll see. I think that, you know, John DeQuito is a guy that the Cardinals have seen a lot over the years after uh, being with the Reds. And somebody that, you know, John DeQuito really dominated from 2012 to 2016. Um, Each one of those years, making two or more starts, and he had an ERA under two in those innings against St. Louis. Overall, not terrible numbers for the Cardinals against him. He's he's 7-9 against the Cardinals in an ERA 3.92 in 142 in a third innings and a whip above one. Um, his most recent start came in 2018 in which he went five innings, five earned, walked two, gave up two home runs. But just as a little perspective, in 2018, um, in that last start that Cueto made, um, Cueto made just nine starts that season. Um going 3-2 and two with a 3.23 year, right? Um, so he did not get a lot of looks that that uh, that year in 2018. The start before that came in 2017. Two earned against five and a third innings pitched. Um, and then, you know, I won't go too far back into the numbers. But again, not terrible numbers for the Cardinals against Johnny Cueto. So it leaves room for some hope. Looking at his, um, at his pitch mix, According to Baseball Savant, fastball slider change, sinker, curveball cutter. All these pitches could come from any windup imaginable. Cueto known for the shimmy shake and different um, things of that nature and just kind of using the deception to his advantage. Looking at what pitches might get hit a little bit more often. His curveball only thrown at 22 times, and um, batters have hit it pretty well with a 667 batting average. Um, again, just two out of three uh, hits there, but you're looking at for a little bit more sample size, look for the slider to get hit as hitters are 20 for 63. That is a 317 batting average, three bombs, 10 doubles, and a slugging percentage of 619. 
His four-seamer um, gets slugged a little bit at 412, batting average just 247. It's the changeup that has been deceptively good for him this year. That's his best pitch. Um, he throws that changeup um, just about 23% of the time. Um, batters hitting just 238 against that thing. So the changeup plus the deception, the little shimmy shake, the little you know quick pitching that he does, that is what gets Johnny Cueto his outs. So I think the Cardinals are a team that isn't in balance a lot, if that makes any sense. They, they tend to be off balance a lot more than they are not off balance. So I, that, that is a concern. But let's take a look at Adam Wainwright's numbers coming off an exceptional start. And I mean an, excep- an exceptional start. Eight innings, six hits, two earned, a home run, a walk, and four strikeouts in his most previous start against the Colorado Rockies. He's also coming off a very good June in which he went 3-1 and one in 33 innings with a 2-4-5 ERA. And that is after two months of ERAs above four for Wainwright. So he has been pitching extremely, extremely well. His last bad start really came the last of May against Arizona. Since then, um, every single start has been a quality start. Uh, that is five starts in June and one in July. He has been exceptional. And when you look at Wainwright, or when you think of Wainwright, what do you think of? You think of that hook, that curveball. He is throwing it a ton, 34% of the time, and it's been effective. Hitters hitting just a buck 97 against it, slugging 348. It's his put away pitch 24% of the time. He's getting a 30% whiff on that thing. Just like Adam Wainwright, his curveball continues to defy logic. His last start against San Francisco came in 2017 when he went seven shutout innings um, and he struck out one batter um, in that one start in 2019. So you might think, hey, Got some positive things going here. Wayne and I pitched well against this Giants team uh, that hasn't changed a whole lot in those handful of years. But I will offer a word of caution because that 2019 Giants team was 77-85 and and finished 29 games back of the first place Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, so definitely a different team than uh, Wainwright's used to facing, or than Wainwright faced last time, rather. And again, Giants are going to have to hit the cutter and the changeup. Those have been the, the major weaknesses in Wainwright's game. And I, with the way Wainwright is pitching, yes, he's on the road, which statistically has been worse this year, but he's turned in two really good starts on the road in his last two starts coming at Atlanta and at Colorado. Or his last two road starts have been good, rather. So it leads me to believe good things are coming for Adam Wainwright. Let's take a look at some of the batters against Wainwright. Uh, Brandon Crawford is just 2 for 12. Um, or one for twelve, one sixty-seven and twelve at bats. Um, Buster Posey's five for nine against Wainwright. Wilmer Flores two for six, and everybody else has less than three at bats. Not even worth mentioning. Cardinals against Johnny Cueto, not incredible. Nolan Arenado one twenty and twenty-five at bats against the right-hander. Paul Goldschmidt is just two for twenty. Um, I'm sorry, four for twenty against Johnny Cueto. Yadier Molina does have good numbers, 364 in 11 at-bats, um, so a, a bit of a mixed bag there, but if the Cardinals are going to get to Cueto, I think they're going to have to get to Cueto early. Uh, that's usually how you get a good pitcher is by getting him early, um, and that, that has, you know, that's something that the Cardinals have shown the ability, ability to do. Um, uh, in, in the first inning, Cueto's ERA is 2.08, but the second inning, is really what gets Cueto problems at 9.69 ERA in that second inning. Um, so look for the second inning to be um, a big inning for the St. Louis Cardinals. 
it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's always tough to beating a first place team on the road, and the, the, you know the Giants are going to have a, a bit of a chip on their shoulder after a tough loss in Game One. Um, and it'll be it'll be two wily veterans. I think it'll be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, it'll be two wily veterans as Wayno versus Cueto tonight. Man, I mean, just two old school guys who've been around the league a long time. Both of them have World Series championships on next to their name, World Series rings, um, some tons of memorabilia between both of these two. Um, it is going to be fun, I think, to watch because Wainwright and Cueto really both do a good job of using the deception. Wainwright will vary his delivery from time to time as well. And I think, you know, Cueto obviously is much more well known for it. And you could say that Wainwright probably got it from Cueto. Um, but I, I do think that uh, it'll be fun to watch both these two go at it. So that'll do it for segment two. Finish up segment two um, with the prediction. I think the Cardinals do win tonight. I just like Adam Wainwright's odds a lot. And probably just because I said that, Wainwright's going to get blown up and Cueto's going to throw a noble hitter. That's just how it goes. But I'm still predicting um, that Wainwright pitches well and pitches the Cardinals to a win on Tuesday. Um, in segment two, three, I'll break down the, the start between Johan Oviedo and Alex Wood um, and, and why um, that game is a little bit harder for me to predict and to give a, a confident boost. But we shall see um, coming up here in just a moment. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, not just Major League Baseball. You can also get it for NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50%, that's right, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You can enter that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for that 50% welcome bonus. One more time, for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, enter the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Cardinals get a bit more of a question mark as they send um, Johan Oviedo to the mound on Wednesday, another evening game, 8.45 Central, uh, the first pitch there. Um, and that is, you know, the Cardinals do have an off day on Thursday, so not super surprising that they do play another evening game. And, you know, Johan has shown promise, shown some upside. He pitched really well, seven innings, three earned against the Colorado Rockies, gave up the one a home run. Struck out two, only walked one batter. When he doesn't walk batters, he pitches extremely well. Case in point, one walk in that start, quality start. Four walks against the Tigers, five earned, four innings. Three walks against the Tigers, two earned, but six total runs, three and two-thirds. No walks against the Marlins, no, no earned, seven innings. Throw strikes. With the type of stuff that Johan Oviedo has, the secret is throwing strikes. That is the simple but effective secret for Johan Oviedo. He's got really solid stuff in my opinion. Fastball, slider, curve, changeup. He has thrown one sinker this season, believe it or not. Um, but the changeup is what get 
gets hit the most often as batters are uh, 7 for 14 against that pitch with three bombs. So three of the seven home runs have come on the changeup, and the other four have all come on the slider. So people are slugging over 1,000 against the changeup, and people are slugging 467 against the slider. His fastball and his curveball almost never get touched, especially that curveball. Batters hitting a buck 54 against it, slugging a buck 54 as well. Really impressive stuff for Oviedo. That tells you how good the stuff is for, for uh, you know, especially just that curveball. You know, the slider seems to be hit or miss because four of the, you know, like I said, four home runs have been given up on it, but you know, batters are still only hitting 246 against it. Uh, but that that curveball has been lethal for Oviedo. When he gets ahead of the count, he pitches well, and that's that's all you can ask for. From a young guy, all you can ask for is for him to be ahead in the count, attack the zone, be aggressive. Alex Wood is another guy with a funky delivery. Been in a bit of a of a rough patch here. Um, he had an ERA of 3 in the month of May. He had an ERA of 6.94 in the month of June. Coming off a five-innings five pitch, two-earned start against the Arizona Diamondbacks. He still strikes out a ton. He struck out eight in those five innings, um, 23 strikeouts in 23 and a third innings last month. I know that's not huge, but he's, he's averaging just over a strikeout per inning, and this Cardinal team strikes out a fair amount. Alex Wood, just 30 years old, but he's been around a fair amount since 2013. He has played for Atlanta, the Dodgers, Cincinnati, Dodgers again, and now San Francisco this year, and this has by far been his most effective season uh, outside of a short 24-start, 35-game 2014, in which he had an ERA under three. This guy has been Cy Young caliber type before. Also in 2017, as I said, misspeak, misspeak a little bit, he had an ERA of 2.72 in 10 starts. He had that electric start to that season. I remember that now. Um, but when you're looking at Alex Wood, funky delivery probably means you're going to get a fair amount of, of off-speed stuff, and that's exactly what you're going to get. Three-pitch mix, sinker, slider, changeup. Slider's untouchable. 169 is the batting average against that sucker. And, you know, he's a lefty, so you would imagine that his splits are better against lefties, and you would be um, absolutely correct um, when, when you're looking at um, his splits against lefties. 18 innings pitched, just three home runs compared to six versus the righties. Um he struck out 15 batters and just those uh, 76 batters faced whip underneath one and a half. Just really solid numbers. Uh, Going to be tough against lefties, so I would imagine that you would see Tommy Eben back at the top of the lineup on Wednesday to face the lefty in Alex Wood. And it, both these pitchers, Cueto and Wood, I could see both of them having turnaround starts and pitching really well against St. Louis. They're, you know, it seems really good as to keeping hitters off balance, especially with, with the lefty Wood. Maybe he, he stymies um, a little bit. But also the Cardinals can have right-handed heavy, right-handed heavy lineup um, if they play the right cards. And you're probably going to see Edmund, Carlson, Goldschmidt, Arenado, um, hopefully O'Neill's back at that point. There's a chance the Cardinals don't even send up a lefty against Alex Wood. Because you're going to have Eben bat right-handed. Carlson is going to bat right-handed against him. Goldschmidt, Arenado, uh, O'Neal, Molina all right-handed. Sosa's probably going to play in Bader. So there's a really good chance that Alex Wood doesn't see a lefty. And that could play big into the Cardinals' favor. I really, really think that. Um, and, and if that's the case, then I have really good confidence in the fact that you know the Cardinals could beat Alex Wood. However, I'm not confident enough to say that Oviedo pitches well enough to get the win. Um, so if 
I'm not going to say a sweep because that would just be too good to be true. Uh, but I do say the Cardinals win today, and then I think that they're going to lose tomorrow. But still take a series win against the Giants anytime you can take it. Off day Thursday, they head into Chicago this weekend. Afternoon game Friday, evening game on Saturday, 6-15, as they're on Fox. First nationally televised game for the Cardinals um, just about a, just a little over a month. Um their last nationally televised game, uh, I believe, was the 13th, uh, the, the, the sweep of the Cubs. Um, no, it was, it was the 20th, rather. They played Sunday Night Baseball against the, the Braves. So less than a month, um, but nevertheless, 6-15. And then, like I said on yesterday's show, if you missed it, I'll be on the game at the game on Sunday, July 11th, because that is my birthday. My 21st birthday, my brother, girlfriend, and a friend of his are all going up to Chicago for the game. Should be a blast. Looking forward to it, but... Now, the Cardinals have a big chance here, and they, it seems like they had, they've had a chance all month to gain some momentum going into the All-Star break. Because it's not going to get easy right after the All-Star break. They play two more with the Giants, stay in tomorrow, three at Chicago, and I know the Cubs have been scuffling, lost 10 in a row, but it's at Wrigley. It's a weekend series. It's going to be a tough series. And then they're at home against the Giants coming out of the break, and then at home against the Cubs um, for four games there. Those are not going to be easy at Reds, at Indians, and then at home against the Minnesota Twins. So... You know, all quality opponents, uh, you know, except for the, the Twins to end the month. So you would have thought that maybe June would have been the better month to get some wins. But, you know, so far that that, that was not the case. So far, maybe July possibly looks to be a better month. Um, as They're 2-3 and three to start, but, you know, the pitching has been really good. So I can't complain too much about that. And, I, you know, there's just something that feels different about this win yesterday, that this team could really... Um, get the boost and get get the fever and get hot, as Mike Schultz said. I'm not booking it. I'm not saying, you know, not predicting it. But I, there, there's a there's a different feeling about that win last night. Um, you know, outside of that ninth inning with with Reyes, that it was just a, a solid win. Um, offense came back late. It's one of those wins that could be used as a momentum booster. It's just a matter of if the Cardinals will take advantage. So tomorrow's show will be out. Um, on time as well. I'll be recapping tomorrow's game. Uh, hopefully, it's another Cardinal win. The Cardinals can take the momentum um, and, and get another win. So be sure to listen to the Locked On Today podcast where they're asking what's the key for the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals. Get more of the sports news you need and less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Follow me at LJ Fastball on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. And be sure to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Tell your friends about it. Email the show anytime at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. You can DM, email, reply with any questions, comments, or complaints at any time, and I'll be sure to get to them as I see them. Uh, Again, uh, happy Tuesday. Hope you guys have a wonderful Tuesday, and until I talk to you the next time, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.